Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Hey gang, welcome back for this week's episode of the T-Bone Speaks podcast. And I want to begin by uh, glad to be back after a couple of weeks off. Um, It was my 18th wedding anniversary recently and my wife and I uh, went on a trip to Paris together. So that caused me to miss a week and then... uh, I kind of got caught up in other things and missed another week, but hey, we're back on schedule and uh, we've got the next three weeks planned out. So, you know, here we go. So listen, this week I'm talking to Dr. Stephen Hernandez, whose practice is just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, you know how oftentimes we hear about people saying that, hey, my practice has grown and doubled and you know, I bought technology, Sarek specifically, I bought comb beam, uh, and I built a new office. And we always have questions about how did that happen? What caused that to happen? What was our mindset in doing that? Uh, so I sit down with Steve on a recent visit. He was here attending uh, one of our sleep apnea training programs with 3D dentists. And I got the opportunity to sit down face-to-face with uh, Stephen, and uh, we had a conversation about his practice journey over the last about 10 years uh, from the time he bought his practice until today, how technology has played a role in that, how building a new facility has played a role in that. And I think what is really important and kind of the message that I'm trying to send everyone is that we have to kind of make changes. We have to understand what's going on in our market, what's going on in our industry, and we have to put things in place that take time, uh, that aren't easy, sometimes are hard, but help us reach a destination. And oftentimes that destination isn't what we expected or wasn't what we planned exactly, but we're super happy with it. So let's talk with Steve this week and see kind of how his practice growth journey has occurred, and uh, I'll look forward to seeing you on a future episode. Tell me what's happened in your practice. So in 2008, I purchased a practice. 2008. 2008. So 10 years ago. Yes. And literally opened it. Let's, or excuse me, purchased it, started it, took okay. over control January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 2008, okay. right during the height of the recession. Mm. So that office is producing net production well into PPO DMO as well, mm-hmm. 
four ops total, 1100 square feet, one bathroom, you know, uh, open concept. And, um, we're producing about 50,000 a month. So 600 grand a year. Yep. And that's net product. Before the recession. Correct. And that's actually static 2008, 2009, 2010. I'm fluctuating. That's pretty good for you not to have a downturn during that time. And so it was 51 to 53. Okay. We purchased Sarek in October of 2010. Okay. And I did not want to have a big learning curve at 3.8 software is a little Mm -hmm. different. So I said, Hey, I need to invest in the technology. Don't want to be somebody who buys it, uses it, puts it in the corner. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't work for them. It's for sale on eBay. So I invest in the technology, invest in myself, attend the courses, get better. 2011, the entire year, we ended up with about 71 or 73,000 per month. Okay. 40% growth. Okay. One year. 20, 50 to 70. Yeah. So yeah. no additional hygiene, no additional hours, no additional procedures. Some of that growth is occur- is is a, a uh, is because of the natural progression. The natural progression. Yes. Natural okay. growth progression. So maybe right. let's call half of your growth from that, half from having technology and things sure. like that. Yeah. Okay. But it was definitely something significant. Okay. So 2011, that's, that's the standard. Yeah. 2011 to 2016, we went up to 105. Okay. No associate. 70 to 105, yeah. So now we've added Conebeam. It's interesting. That so it's number. adding procedures. Okay, when did you add Conebeam? January of 2013. Okay. Were no. you scared when you bought that? Hell yes. Matter okay. of fact, I thought at the time, I'm not placing implants. Mm-hmm. I was not. But I saw on Sarek Doctors, a lot of people are using it in addition to that for diagnosing mm-hmm. root canals, for pathology, for this, for that. You're finding additional procedures. You're doing more services for your patient. You're treating your patient mm-hmm. more comprehensively. And I thought, well, if I'm going to do this, I need to do it. So that was a goal of yours, is to be a more complete dentist. No, at the time, even prior to that, my goal was just to know how to restore implants. Okay. When the surgeon would call me and say, take an open tray impression, grab yeah, your lab, analog, log, transfer coping. But Colbeam had nothing to do with that. No. At the time, I thought, I can't do this. Okay. So I start learning about implants. But remember, I was going down to Scottsdale to learn mm-hmm. about Sarek. Right. And I saw the big demo. Mm-hmm. And that's for the oral surgeons, the all on four, sure. such as yourself, the J resin. This is not for me in Podunk, Nashville, 1100 square feet. So Nashville's not so thought, podunk anymore, but, but to, correct. Yeah. At the time I thought in the West Nashville, I thought there's no way. So as I start looking into it, I said, I, this can work. And I wanted to start implementing implants. And the first one I tried was freehand right. guideless, if you will. Um, true story. I, I take the course just because it's free. Yeah. And I said, I just want to touch yeah. and feel because I learned by touch and feel. And I, know, right. I, and, I, and I know why they have it for free because they want me to buy stuff. I'm not going to buy anything. Right. I left with an implant motor. Bought it, bought it all. All the, I bought it all. I was yeah. a sucker they were looking yeah. for. I came out with my hands full. Yeah. I said to myself, anybody. Candy, candy store. Oh, man, it was great. I said, anybody missing a congenitally missing a nerve or a sinus Monday, yeah. you're my patient. Yeah. Right? They're going to be lined up out the door. So in the entire year of 2012, I placed one implant. Right. And it was my college roommate. I've got the instructions taped up. It's Friday. We're closed. Pucker factor high stomach lining. And I thought this took... Uh, let's say an hour, not seconds, mm-hmm. just an hour or two to do the implant. But at the same token, I thought I can't implement this in the practice. It's not predictable. It's going to mess up my entire workflow of the entire day. Yeah. There's no way. So I thought if I really want to do this and almost to your, what you used to say, if you're going to do something, do it at least as well as a specialist. That's right. the standard. That's a, that's a base standard. Right. And I said, if I'm going to do that, I need to do grab everything. I need to get educated and I need to have the tools and use the crutch. Right. As you said, the guide. I said, okay, time to buy the cone beam. So that's what prompted that. So I was not, pl- I placed one implant, but I yeah. thought I'm not buying this because I'm already placing 30 or 50 or 20. You're buying it because you want. Want to. You I know, it's to interesting. Do- so many people, they don't understand that mentality 
that that it's you you do this so many people say oh i got to get the education all of this stuff first and i'm like dude just get the technology that helps you and that pushes you to get that education mm-hmm. because it's going to force you to do it absolutely 100 percent. yeah and i think in 2013 i placed four mm-hmm. and then in 2014 it was like 16 mm-hmm. and since then it's been incremental yeah exponential if you growth. Will, growth right yeah. and so by the end of 2016 we were doing 103 105 a month mm-hmm. and that we were busting at the same it was painful because we couldn't fit all the patients in the two yeah, operative chairs okay. so there was a time when it was just one assistant and myself and then at the end it's two assistants and myself with two hygiene but we just simply couldn't accommodate the patients so at that point i need to make a decision slow down Keep that low rent because in Nashville it was maybe two thousand dollars a month in rent. How much? Nothing. Yeah, killing it. You keep saying Nashville. You're a little outside. Sorry, of Nashville, outside right? of Nashville. Because most people that are listening from Nashville know that rent's yeah. not five. In two thousand eight, yeah. So that's what I was paying my rent. So and that's in Bellevue. So yeah. about fifteen twenty minutes yeah. to the west. And so I thought to myself, it's either a time to build out, or it's b time to slow it down, make it to where I can actually do this long term because it was killing me, if you will. I was just I got felt like I got my butt kicked at the end of the month. Great production, great profit, but I didn't want, I didn't know what the sustainability was. Mm-hmm. And then I just thought, what about my daughter? And of course you've got your own building. So I, yeah. and, and other people. And anyway, it just worked out where there was some land for sale and I purchased it and built out about 5,000 square feet total. Uh, so you went from 1,100 square feet to 5,000 square feet? I uh, went to a, from 1,100 to 32, the other eight, excuse me, 18 to, to 3,800, the other 1,200 uh, leasing space. Okay. So we went from four ops total to eight, okay. surgical suite, actually have a, a, um, a break room, my personal office, things I'd never had in my yeah. entire life. And from that part, it went up to 150000 a month. And so it just continued to grow. Um, now it's about being more efficient at the... Last year, we were at 80 new patients, 82 or 83 new patients a month. And again, that was getting painful to the point that we thought, hey, it's time to break into the other lease space. Mm-hmm. And I thought it's growing again. Where, how do you want to practice as a dentist, right? right? What makes you happy? I like a small mind, a small mindset where you know your patients. I shouldn't say small mind, small mindset, but hometown feel. Right. My patients have babysat my kids. They've painted my office. They've painted my home. They have my personal cell number. I still wanted to keep that. The personality of your practice. Right. Absolutely. And I felt if we kept getting much bigger, we were going to lose that. So we quit almost entirely advertising. It's all word of mouth, internal, mm-hmm. least expensive type. Right. Let's go ahead and, and cultivate that. A very that. sustainable type. Right. Let's cultivate that. And so far, we're maintaining 45, 50 new patients a month. And it's something that's comfortable. And now we need to focus on implementing procedures and treating the patients we have, i.e. sleep, which is why I'm here this weekend. Right. So another procedure. If you're confused about how to grow your practice, then you need to hear the rest of this message. Listen, the ways of the 1980s and the 1990s simply do not work anymore. You have to be different. And the way to be different in today's competitive environment is not doing more of the same thing that everybody else is doing, but adding new services to your practice. If you're looking for a solution that's logical, practical, and full of business tips to how to implement strategies into your practice to add new services, then you need to look at my company, 3D Dentists. We provide fantastic training that will help you grow your practice by adding new services to your existing patient base. 
If you want to learn more, all you got to do is visit www.3d-dentists.com and look around and see what's right for you. If you have any questions, don't ever hesitate to reach out to me. Now, let's get back to our show. How's bringing an associate been for you? This time was good. I tried in the other office for just the a few months. Square feet I just I said, let's bring you in, and and I was a Siamese twin attached yeah, to and you. And I said, you'll start out at just Fridays. And I, yeah. in my head, I was I was figuring we would just have one chair, and, and I yeah. had this grandiose vision, and it worked. It's for hard about to a have month. them. It's hard to bring them in when you're not there. Yes, and that's what I tried to do, and yeah. not be there at all. And it was a horrible idea. Yeah. And it lasted a few months, and we parted ways amicably. And semi amicably, but yeah, we're still friends. We still I know, talk. Yeah, I know. And it, it, nobody likes it at the time. No, yeah. it, it wasn't a good conversation. Um, so at, when I moved in the other office, it was for, for about the first month or two is just me eight ops. Let's see what's going to happen. And it was actually comfortable. So even though I found that we were producing, let's say the first month, it was one Oh five, one ten, about what we did at the other office. And I thought, well, it's not, it doesn't hurt anymore. I don't feel dead at the end of the day. Right. I remember a patient specifically came in for an implant surgery a day ahead of time. In the other office, I had two chairs. I mean, I had, to be, I, I had to be on time yeah. precise. And I thought, no big deal. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and actually, you know what? No problem. You came a day early. If you're okay waiting in the surgical suite, we'll get to you today. And we were able to go ahead and accommodate the patient. And I thought, wow, we could have never done that in the other yeah. office. So at that point, we looked it's for It's amazing thing what capacity does for us. Huge. Opportunity cost. Yes. Yeah. And now we're paying the the note on the office and everything like that. But, but you went, what is your note now? Six my, grand, seven grand a month? No, no, no. For 5000 for about a $2 million office for all the- $2 million, dollars, okay, yeah. yeah. So you're at fifteen, sixteen, eighteen thousand dollars $18,000 a month. $13,000 a month. Yeah. $13,000, yeah. yeah. So it was, right. it was expensive. Yeah. And that was with the land and everything. In but that's a land and equipment. Equipment, land, everything rolled into it. Yeah, one. but so look, I, I don't want to count the equipment. I want to count the real estate. The real estate you went from two thousand dollar real estate note, mm. which was your rent, mm. to your real estate was probably what one point three million in this. The the acre that I bought, mm-hmm. the one point two acre was four hundred thousand. And then how much was the actual building? One whatever it was, five something something like that, and then a one six something. So that's two million. One three. I wish okay. I could tell you the exact number. I'd have to look at it. I'm just going okay. off the top of my head. I brought the old four chairs. So I brought four new chairs. Mm-hmm. I brought the Sarek. I added one new Sarek, one new milling unit. But that's all part of the chairs. $2 million. Yes. All yeah. that was in there. So I want to take out all – I just want to go from real estate to real estate. Mm-hmm. I haven't given it that much yeah. thought. So my, guess will be, my guess will be <clears throat> you probably spent half a million dollars on, on equipment. Sounds about right. I guess. Yeah. So your, your real estate cost is $1.5 million in this situation. So you're probably – you went from a you went from a two thousand dollar rent to probably about a nine thousand dollar mortgage mm-hmm. on the real estate alone. Okay, and That's then it. this year we started out um, and also working with Spear Practice Solutions. Yeah. Not, but now um, we're averaging about one seventy three eight mm-hmm. something like Good. that. But it, it's early year, first quarter. Yeah. So is it sustainable? We'll see. We'll you see. Yeah. Right. We don't know. So now it's what do you, so now things are in play, and now you've gotten to that. If I've seen you illustrated before, the different phases of dentistry, yeah. emotional dentistry. What do you want to do? What makes you happy? So now for me, my work day is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, done at noon on Thursday. Yeah. 
So you've gone from working four days a week to working three and a half days a week. Matter of fact, in the other office, I was up to five. Okay, so you've gone from working five days a week to three and a half days a week. Yes. So, so to me, okay, the numbers are great. Okay, mm-hmm. we went from 60 to 170 a month, whatever. Right. But to me, that's only part of the picture. Okay. Right. To me, the real important part of the picture is the, the professional transformation. That's huge. Yeah, but, you know, going from doing anything that walked in the door to now being able to pick and choose the dentistry, do more of the dentistry you wanted to do, right. uh, do, do things that you never thought you would be doing. And that, to me, is the real uh, awesome part of this. Right. The numbers aren't there to, to, to wow anybody. I'm yeah. sure their numbers are pale in comparison yeah. to some of, to some of yeah. the people I know, including yourself. Yeah. Well, so, it's, so it's not that. But ultimately, the numbers don't matter. It's they the don't. profitability that matters and True. the happiness factor. True. And for me... I remember there was a patient a couple of weeks ago. She was coming in and, and it, she hadn't been in a while and it was ready to do number 29 and, and yep, yep, let's go. And I thought, wait a minute, we've lost some vertical. This crown's going to look like crap. It's not going to go well. It's just here for a hygiene visit. We haven't seen in a while. And instead of, yeah, yeah, let's do it. I, I need, quote unquote, need that crown. Let's stop. You're not going to be happy. I'd love to talk about this with you in length. Let's bring mm-hmm. you back. So we've got the photos. We've got this. Let me show you how this crown is not going to look good. We've got the super eruption. Mm-hmm. And from that part right there, we've gone into ortho, implants, and everything else. It's amazing what happens when you slow down a little right. bit. Right. And that was it. it instead of chasing, yeah. as we talked about earlier, chasing that penny, let's slow down. I know it's, you know, you've got to come back, but let's talk about it comprehensively. Yeah. Let's so go slow. That to me is a, a, a what I call uh, giving people choices. Mm-hmm. You know, let's give them a choice. Hey, Steve, listen, we've got a couple of choices. Okay. We can take care of this crown, the most urgent need that you want, or in addition to that, we can take a step back, take a look at everything that's going on, put together a long-term plan so that we can be logical about this and get the best result possible. Which would you, which would you prefer? Right. You know, and, and some patients say, I just want to take care of this, and you do that. Great. Yeah. Some patients will say, hey, I want to slow down, I want to step back, I want to take a look at the whole thing, and then you get them into more complete dentistry. Right. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. And yeah. something I heard, and I don't know who, who came in, you may have given it to me or somebody else, 
and, and if they say no to something, so, well, when you say no to that, here's what you're saying yes, yes to. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and it's great verbiage. Yeah. You know, and ultimately our job is to let people know the benefits of what we want to do, the consequences of not doing anything. And, and, and then our real job is to support whatever decision they make. Right. And for me, like you said, going back to that, are you happy? Mm-hmm. Do you feel fulfilled? Are you able to spend more time with your family and attend your children's this, children's yeah. that, take vacation? Absolutely. So could I work harder, longer? Sure. Do I do I need or want to know? Now it's what fulfills me. What's the next thing I want to master is the wrong word. Like you said, we're still always learning, still getting better at everything I do. But what's the next facet of, of this profession that I want to bring into the practice? Yeah. And at that point, am I done? Maybe. Because honestly, going back to something, um, a few years ago, would I prior to the cone beam, do you want to place implants? I do not. Yeah. And now I did. And when I bought my first cone beam, the XG, mm-hmm. the limited 8x8 field, Hey, do you want to get something bigger? And I said, yeah. no, absolutely not. I don't want to do airway. That yeah. doesn't interest me at all. Yet here I am in your course. Yeah, right. And this past October. We November, don't know, right? You don't know. Yeah. I keep saying no to things that I eventually find. You know what? That that interests me. The thing that I'm saying no to now that I'm concerned about that I is still the all on X treatment mm-hmm. plan, your your hybrids. Yeah. To me, it's that amazing how much simpler that's gotten. <laughs> Are you confused by all the implant messaging out there? Are you worried about which implant to choose, what kit to choose, what tie base to use, when to use what, when to send it to the lab, when to mill with your CEREC machine, when to print guides, when to mill guides, when all of these things happen, you're not alone. It's getting noisier and noisier out there today. And what you need is a simple solution with a consistent workflow that simply works. At 3D Dentist, we teach how to do digital implant dentistry, leveraging your CEREC technology and leveraging your cone beam technology in a proven workflow that is efficient, predictable, and profitable. You owe it to yourself to take one of our workshops by visiting 3D Dentist at www.3d-dentist.com and learn more about what we're teaching. I look forward to seeing you at one of our workshops. Now, let's get back to the show. And I would argue that you don't need to do the surgery to do those cases. The restorative simply? No. Okay. Owning the patient. In other words, hire somebody somebody to do the surgery. Outsource the surgery. Remember I said you outsource before you insource? Right. So take that mentality to the all and X, the full arch hybrid. So in other words, what's holding you back from doing those cases is the surgery, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, so bring somebody in to do the surgeries for you. And also, and I don't know enough about it, the restorative, the lab, the process. Listen, that shit's changed today. I can show you unbelievable ways to do those cases. I can get those cases down to five visits for you from beginning to end in a very predictable manner. And if you don't want to do the surgery, no problem. We'll bring somebody in to do the surgery. Sully will come over and do it. We'll come over and do the surgeries. You know, they'll, they'll be happy to do it. And you see, to me... Not yet. Yeah, you should. You should. Well, I would argue that you should bring a specialist in uh, because they get paid more. They can do things that you're not going to do and you can make money while they work and you do nothing. You know, so uh, 
Uh, I would never put make it against you uh, to bring a specialist in. I think it'd be smart if you could find a specialist to come in. It'd be massively, massively uh, uh, a wise decision to do that. It'd be a, yeah. Uh, it'd be great. I need one. I'd, if I could find a specialist right now, I would. I don't care what kind of specialist. Uh, minus endo and uh, per, uh, minus endo uh, and pros. That's the only specialist I wouldn't bring in. I'd bring a specialist in in a heartbeat. But I can show you how to do those cases if you just hire somebody to do the surgeries for you and you can be massively profitable doing them. Massively profitable doing them. Because that's how I started off with those cases. I outsourced the surgery before I insourced the surgery. With, and I remembered the oral surgeon you worked with at the time. I would just pay him to do the surgery. And uh, it's worked out great for us. You still work with the same guy you worked with years ago? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Great guy. So, uh, yeah, he does the uh, surgeries for me on many of the cases. And I I do some of the surgeries myself now. And uh, uh, it's worked out great. But uh, uh, I don't think you have to wait until you're ready to do the surgery to tackle those cases. In fact, I would argue you should tackle them before you're ready to do the surgery and learn from somebody else doing the surgeries for you. You know what? It's it's never been... Honestly, the, the whole thing about it has probably been lack of knowledge because mm-hmm. I don't want to say the surgeries kept me mm-hmm. out of it. You don't have enough knowledge on how to do the case entirely mm-hmm. at all. And the restorative components always, the pictures or, or verbiage I've heard has been like, no, nah, I want something that's more predictable. Now from you saying, mm-hmm. no, it's actually something that's predictable. Mm-hmm. Okay, perhaps. But the, there every, you go. Anytime that somebody says predictable, they, they automatically think trouble-free. And there's no, no, trouble. No, 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 right? no, always true. Yeah, there's yeah, always things you have to 80% of the time, 80, 90% of the time, yeah. it's pretty predictable. Right. You know, and, and there's always here and there, there's something that doesn't go exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we, can, we can show you unbelievable ways of doing those types of cases. Well, then you'll see me get another course. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I, I believe what we do in our Edentialist class the real winner of people that attend our edentalist class are the general dentists who don't want to do the surgery, but want to, that want to add that service to their practice and learn to outsource the surgery part. That, that's the real winner in the fixed hybrid person. It's not the person that not the person that wants to do the surgery. Sure, they win a little bit more, but to me, the person that's not doing the surgery and adds a service to their practice is the real winner in this. So, yeah, I mean, it's all possible. And technology exists that make it easier. Mm-hmm. Technology exists that make it predictable. And you have all of that technology in your practice. And you're just not utilizing it. You're too busy doing suck downs. <laughs> I, had to th- I had to throw that in there. Hey, man, full mouth sealants are the way to go. Uh, listen, they're highly profitable. Highly profitable. Totally outsourceable. <laughs> you can have an assistant do it from beginning to end. Steve, it's wonderful. I don't know how usable this will be with all that noise and golf in the background. I'll see you, but I enjoyed the conversation. Hey, man, always good to see you. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Steve, man. If you've taken sleep apnea training to only get back to your practice and not be able to reap the benefits, then you need to listen to this message. I've teamed up with Dr. Aaron Elliott, and we provide a level one sleep training that's focused on implementation. It's not focused on all the science. It's not focused on all the things that could possibly go wrong or go right. It's focused on how do I get my team on board and how do I make this a part of my practice that's not complicated. So if you're looking for sleep apnea training that just gets you started, that's down to business, that's not full of any fluff, then you need to take a level one implementation program. You can find out more by visiting www.3d-dentists.com 
and look for our sleep apnea implementation program. We look forward to seeing you at a seminar soon. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.